Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hour number two is officially underway on the early line. Series XM Channel 159 on the SportsGrid Network. It's Joe and Donnie here that biggest biggest topics in sports we always hit those which include the stanley cup playoffs and yesterday the golden knights and the oilers they stayed under the total of six and a half but how about this if i would have told you joe ranieri the golden knights on the road would score five times you'd probably go you know what give me the alt total give me eight and a half give me nine and a half because you probably thought the oilers probably won six to five or seven to five that wasn't the case and the oilers actually scored first in this game and a key injury to the golden knights goalie still didn't matter the golden knights run away five to one and now have a two to one series lead over the oilers Yeah, no, it's uh, typical, and this is the thing that uh, has come to haunt Edmonton, right? Uh, I mean, if you're an Edmonton fan and you're going real, you have more talent than anybody. The idea that against a backup goalie, no less, who's who's played only one previous playoff game, that you can only drop one goal at home in a pivotal game three, oh, my goodness. And they got beat up in doing so. Very, just a bad look. But knowing Edmonton, uh, love to play the zigzag in Edmonton Oilers games, Donnie, because we've seen this down this road before with them. They look terrible. They look unbeatable. They look terrible. They look absolutely unbeatable. I think the zigzag is uh, is in effect here in this series moving forward. Which means Leon Dreisaitl's due for three goals in the yes. next game here. So they stave off that 3-1 to one deficit, which you can't have going back to Vegas. Because then the Vegas flu really might set in for the Edmonton Oilers. We do have a doubleheader on the ice tonight. The Hurricanes and the Devils and also the Stars and the Kraken. If we look at the first game between the Hurricanes and the Devils, the Carolina Panthers have a 2-1 series lead. But the Devils laid waste to the Hurricanes last game, scoring eight goals. If we're taking a look at this game tonight, the Devils are a favorite here. About a minus 155 price and a total of 5.5. Any thoughts? Mm-hmm. Hurricanes, Devils tonight from your vantage point. Well, I mean, you got to be very. If I'm, this is a huge game for Carolina, right? Because I want to, yeah. I want to quell any of this momentum that we saw. What happened when the Rangers, right? So we saw what happened yeah. when the Rangers didn't win this particular game in the series. Uh, it gave the Devils life, and then eventually ended up costing the Rangers. And Carolina knows this. Uh, this should be maximum effort here tonight. I still think Carolina is the better team. I still get them at plus money. I think they bounce back and they send a message saying, nice try, but it's over. They better. Otherwise, the Devils could very well be that team that uh, that does Carolina in. 
How do you approach a total here, Joe? Because you take a look at the game tonight. Five and a half in the over is actually half juice, minus 105 at the FanDuel Sportsbook. You had double-digit goals in the last game. Does that mean both teams tighten up on defense here, expecting a defensive game? Or they just let it swing out there and say, hey, we dropped eight last game. I can't guarantee we get eight this game, but we certainly don't want to do a left-wing lock like back in the you know 1990s with the Devils here. How are you looking at that total at five and a half? Correlated. I think if uh, Carolina wins yep. because they shut the Devils down and it goes under. If you like the Devils, then you saw what the recipe for success with the Devils is in that game. Outskate them, get to it, get uh, and just pepper them. I mean, uh, and get as many shots on goal as possible. Carolina can skate as well as uh, with the Devils, right? I mean, I think the Devils were faster than the Rangers, uh, which is ultimately what did them in. But Carolina can go toe to toe, and if they're going to win this game. It feels like a 3-1 kind of situation here, which is why if I'm taking that plus money in Carolina, I'm also taking the under. As we welcome in the radio audience here, you're watching and listening live to the early line. It's Joe and Donnie, Sirius XM Channel 159, right here on the Sports Grid Network. And also keep in mind, the Devils, no strangers to getting pasted in the first two games, being down 0-2 and winning a series. Why? Because they did it against the Rangers. Let's see if they can do it against the Hurricanes. And how about this one? Upstarts. The Seattle Kraken hold a 2-1 series lead and have a home game tonight going up against the Stars. The Stars are a favorite in this game and a total, again, listed at 5.5. You can't go down 3-1. Obviously, that's the objective here. But my goodness, take a look at the Kraken here. Can they get it done and take a 3-1 series lead by winning again on their home ice? Well, are we going to get uh, five goals uh, in, in the first mm -hmm. again uh, like we did against oh, Ottinger? Um, yeah, no. I, 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 this was a series I thought would in all likelihood go seven anyway. I had it. So um, I think uh, home ice uh, matters to Seattle and Dallas. And I think that, uh, yes, yeah, Seattle will hold serve. I do think this thing is going uh, seven. Uh, so I would uh, anticipate that Seattle does exactly uh, what they did last game. Maybe not to that effect, uh, you know, a 7-2 win, Donnie. But I do think Seattle holds serve here, and we go back to Dallas with this thing knotted up two games apiece. Forget about the original six, Joe. Let's talk about the new six here. Stanley Cup odds to win it all. The Florida Panthers at a plus 350 price. The Carolina Hurricanes, 4-1. to one. The Vegas Golden Knights, plus 450. The Edmonton Oilers at 5-1. to one. The Jersey Devils at 8-1. to one. And the Kraken at plus 850. Is it true? The Florida Panthers have a legit chance to win the Stanley Cup? Oh, you can count on Man. it, uh, Donnie. It's, uh, and we've seen, you know, we seem to forget, Donnie, every year. We see a team that plays its best hockey going into the playoffs and picks up steam, uh, a la St. Louis Blues a few years ago. Anybody remember how that worked out uh, with Biddington? That's exactly what's happening with Florida. They are that team that get in front of them. They're going to run you over right now. So here we go again. An eight seed. No, we say. You never want to have a two-goal lead, and you never want to apparently play an eighth seed in the playoffs, specifically if you're a top seed. It's crazy what happens in hockey, but that's why it's so fun to watch it play out. Yep. You know what else is fun? Major League Baseball on a Monday night. A lot went down. We're going to tell you about all that and more. Keep it right here at SiriusXM Channel 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. back at it here on the early line major league baseball on our minds and action packed monday night so joe and i are going to go over to see exactly what happened yesterday and then we're going to have a couple segments here to preview the games on the card today should be some good stuff but the one thing we do know is the rays nine and two in their last 11 games the rays currently sit 29 and seven overall the rays catch me if you heard this before joe won a game three to nothing getting clutch hitting timely hitting and very good pitching and a strong bullpen and that leads you to shame mcclanahan seven and zero on the season already and we just started may it's absolutely incredible what the rays are doing but again at this point i'm not surprised at all we shouldn't be surprised but again i i, I will caution folks what goes up must come down and we see this in 162 game season there is going to be a stretch where Tampa is not going to be this ridiculous here. Great start to the season, but it is a very long season here. And uh, I don't know. The Orioles, to me, I think, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Donnie, are an above-average team. So I was looking very very curious with this series to see, all right, Tampa's done a great job of beating up the, the bottom feeders here. As the competition gets a little bit better here, what are we going to get out of Tampa? But when you throw McClanahan out there, apparently it really doesn't matter who you face. Said the first seven-game winner, I think, Donnie, on the season yes. here. It's uh, yeah. pretty impressive as, as far as what they're doing, especially with McClanahan. Maybe early Cy Young, Donnie? I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm just saying. Dang. Yeah, I mean, you got to start watching out here because also you have mm-hmm. the game like it used to be because I always used to joke with Kevin about this. Like nobody ever knows who McClanahan is he plays for the Rays if he hung yes. his picture up and go who what picture is this nobody would know but sometimes when you take a look at to make like an all pro team in the NFL you got to be like all pro mm-hmm. level for two or three years before you actually get to be on the all pro team maybe that happens for McClanahan because he went six innings pitch no earned runs and the bullpen certainly was phenomenal again and away the Rays go who would have thought Joe taking away the shift and some of the analytical advantages that you would have actually made the Rays even a better organization. I don't think too many people saw mm. that coming here. How about this? The Pirates, 21 to 15, still sitting in first place, but they came in on a seven game skid before taking on the Colorado Rockies. They also had a great pitching performance. No, shutout baseball, only four hits here. Keller was great. They get some timely hitting for themselves, and the Pirates finally off the Schneid, 21 to 15 on the season with that victory. 
Well, it, yeah, and again, it was just a dose of reality for Pittsburgh uh, this last week. Uh, they gave, ran into a couple of buzzsaws, and uh, obviously uh, Tampa was one of those teams where they kind of brought them back down to reality. But hell, they, they're still 21-15. and 15. But, Donnie, let's be realistic here. If you'd have told me Freeland versus Keller – uh, and a pitcher's duel, uh, and it yes. was a 2 nothing game. We, You know, keep an eye on Freeland because this is not an anomaly. He has pitched really, really well this season, and Keller, too, seems the reason they have 21 wins at this point. He's been a huge part of this pitching staff for Pittsburgh. So Freeland, dare I say, might be a guy that is bet on uh, moving forward here because he's doing an amazing job so far this year. The Oakland Athletics now sit at 8-28 and 28 on the season. Why? Because they lost 7-2 to here to the New York Yankees. Now, I took a look at this mm -hmm. game yesterday and said, okay, getting some warmer conditions here in the Bronx. The total's listed at 8.5. Nestor Cortez has really struggled against right-handed batters, and the Oakland Athletics were going to stack right-handed batters up against them. They only got two runs, but thank goodness. The New York Yankees had seven runs yesterday, including knocking around Sears on the mound to the tune of five and a third for five earned runs here. The Yankee bats come alive, but I still look at this. The lineup just looks bad overall and the Yanks sitting in there at 19 and 17 there in the AL I don't know how it turns around but maybe that's something good here that you can get those vibes back in the locker room for the Yanks listen when you're celebrating Aaron Hicks uh getting a hit um then you know it's uh it's bad at uh Yankee State because mind you Aaron Hicks was getting booed in Tampa Okay, that's how bad he is. But he's been even worse at Yankee Stadium. I think going into the game last night, Donnie, I think they said he was 0 for his last 19 at Man. Yankee Stadium. He was hitting 143, and then he uh, he finally goes yard, and you would think, like, you know, he just hit his 58th home run the way they were celebrating. It was hilarious. I'm like, all right, that's congratulations. Aaron Hicks hit a home run. It only took the Oakland Athletics uh, for him to bust out of the slump. But you and I both know he'll go one for his next 18 uh coming up and we'll be right back where we started but hey a win's a win and the yankees got one finally yeah there you go and also celebrating beating the oakland athletics might be a new low here in major league baseball that's supposed <laughs> that's to be so anticipated true. here talking about bad Oof. baseball teams well actually the kansas city royals do have a few more wins than the oakland athletics why because they won yesterday 12 to 5 over the chicago white Sox, who dropped the 12 and 24 on the season the royals for so much of the first couple weeks of the season really struggled to hit their bats starting to come alive but my goodness an eight run bottom of the sixth inning put the white Sox away and quite frankly I don't think the White Sox are coming back the rest of the summer. Way too much sound that team to be 12 and 24, but here they are. Nice win by the Royals, busting out the bats for a 12 spot. Wow, what's really bad is that this is now the fourth Dylan Cease terrible start in a row. Um, yeah. You know, he started off the year pretty good when the first couple of starts, but it has been downhill guys with Dylan Cease he's got a little less velocity a little less spin I would not be shocked Donnie if we hear of uh, maybe a trip uh, to the IL at some particular point clearly something is not right I don't know if it's mechanical or if it's an injury or something but uh, Dylan Cease is uh, a half he doesn't look anything remotely close to the guy that won it last year uh, the Cy Young and uh, when you yeah. lose to the Royals like that Yikes. Uh, they got some issues right now, the White Sox. 
Yeah, it's supposed to be get right games against the Royals, not get yeah. worse games against the Kansas City Royals. How about this one? The Brewers dropped nine runs on the Dodgers and beat them nine to three, sort of cooling off the Dodgers. But take a look at this. You know, Gonsolin pitched six innings, no earned runs, but he did give up three, but obviously some errors played a point there. But look at the bullpen here through roughly, what is that, two innings? Six earned runs out of the bullpen for the Dodgers, which usually is an anomaly here. But a big win by the Brewers here, and the bats come alive. Yeah, well, and it was ju- it was the one situational spot on the card yesterday, Donnie, that yeah. you had to play uh, because they you got Dodgers in an extra inning game, Sunday night baseball, right? I think they landed in Milwaukee at about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, uh, and then they had to go out and play uh, against Peralta. Now Gonsolin probably flew out earlier, and he wasn't bad, but it was the bullpen, of course, that uh, did not fly in earlier uh, and ended up getting shellacked in that one. Does not surprise me, and can I tell you, wouldn't shock me if they lost again tonight. Yeah, how about that? I mean, there's so many this interesting situations. Mm-hmm. And again, it's Major League Baseball. There's 162 games in a season. You're going to have those ebbs yep. and flows. A game I was wrong on yesterday, I thought the Cubs would be able to beat the Cardinals with Marcus Stroman on the mound. He wasn't the issue, Joe. Six innings pitched, two earned runs, and six Ks, and only one walk here. Michaelis, who has been struggling on the season, only goes four and a third, but only gives up one earned run. Cardinals outpitch the Cubs three to one. And most likely here, Wilson Contreras moves into that DH role here and certainly was giving it back in a give and take with the fans yesterday but the cardinals pick up the victory here and the cardinals improve to 12 and 24 my goodness yeah no they are they have been trash uh the cubs uh again a lot of wind at wrigley last night um the under i think it was seven maybe seven and a half at uh at game time uh but both guys did exactly what we thought they were going to do uh they uh they held it in the park uh, and ultimately, St. Louis scored enough runs uh, late here. But this is vintage, is it not? Cubs, Cardinals, like last night was vintage, what we get between these two division rivals. How about this one, too? Quickly, this the Los Angeles Angels 6-4 to victory over the Astros, who are also oh. under 500 now at this point. Shohei Otani did it at the plate last night, 2-for-4 with two RBIs, lifting his average at the plate to 301. Now, the reason why I talk about that now is Shohei Otani now, we're going to see if he can do it on the bump today. And you know what that means? Next couple segments, get ready. We're going to go over Major League Baseball, pick out some winners, give you the information that you need to succeed. It's showing down in the morning. We'll be back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Major League Baseball today we're going to spend some time here going over some of the best games here to try to see if we have a decided advantage either way it's joe and donnie here in the morning on the early line and let's get it started here yesterday we already talked about a three to nothing win here for the tampa bay rays over the baltimore orioles they'll do it again today 636 first pitch in baltimore line listed here for the tampa bay rays at a minus 132 price and a total of eight and a half eflin's going to go here for the rays it's going to be rodriguez for the orioles can tampa bay do what they do nine wins in 11 games can they make it 10 for 12 today joe yeah um no uh, i do think of uh, of the starters and eflin's been listen you know zach eflin are you uh, let me ask you donnie I do. are, are you yep. betting zach eflin uh to go up against this uh, orioles team and uh and shut them down i don't think so i do think it is a bit of a coin it's a coin flip game given these two starters here, but um, the Orioles aren't the Pirates anymore. So I, I do think the Orioles might have the edge here in this game and at plus money, I think it's worth taking a stab because I'm not uh, I'm not buying Zach Eflin here as, uh, as some sort of shutdown pitcher where the Orioles uh, are at a huge disadvantage here. You ever watch Scooby-Doo back in the day here, Joe? And, you know, when they catch the villain oh, yes. at the end, he usually has a mask on. They pull it off like, oh, my goodness, it's Mr. Smith from the corner store. That's what I feel about Zach Eflin because you bring up a great point mm -hmm. here. I watched him with the Phillies. He had his highs and he has his lows. But when you take a look at his 2023 season, 2.77 XFIP, which is ridiculously good. A K rate close to 30%. Walk rate under 3%. Look at his splits. 203 to lefties weighted on base percentage. And to righties, a 314. So you're right. It's almost like, who is this guy? And when is he set to get blown away? Maybe that could happen today. But if we also are looking from Baltimore's perspective, Rodriguez has a very good XFIP of 3.55. Mm -hmm. But here's where the analytics sort of collide with each other other and say yeah he's got a 30 percent k rate but take a look at his splits to left he's a 338 slightly elevated to right he's a 352 slightly elevated and we all know the one thing i love about major league baseball particularly early in the early in the years is if a team is running really hot it usually stays that way like it looks like every batter in the lineup is a legitimate all-star right now with the numbers against right-handed pitching here for the tampa bay rays so when i look at and also when, when you just have the roles do you just ride the streaks out joe or do you look for those spots going like everybody's going to be on Tampa today. Here's where it ends. You know it, Donnie, and there's no yeah. doubt whatsoever. And again, I don't see a, a huge disadvantage. And keep in mind, the, the Orioles over the last week or so, it, you know, they've lost to Atlanta and uh, and Tampa. So it's it, they're, they're the two best teams in, uh, in Major League Baseball. Um, I do think that if the Orioles are going to get one, their best shot of doing it is probably this game here today. There you go. After losing seven straight games, the Pirates picked up a victory yesterday over the Colorado Rockies. Mm. We'll do it again today. The Rockies going to send out Seabold on the mound, the right-handed pitcher, versus Ortiz, a heavy favorite here today Ooh. for the Pittsburgh Pirates at a minus 174 price. The total listed at nine. Not a lot of runs yesterday. Maybe that changes today. But the Pittsburgh Pirates, a heavy favorite at home against the Rocks.
Yeah, and as uh, as well as they uh, they should be. I think uh, they finally broke that streak yesterday. I think uh, I always like teams like the Pirates here, Donnie, at home that break, uh, you know, a sizable losing streak of seven games. They get one in the win column. They usually get another one in the win column the following game. They kind of, uh, you know, the swagger play. They got their mojo back. They got one in the win column. I think they parlay that into another win here today. I think I agree with you, too, because Seabold will be on the mound. A high x Joe, 5.44, low K rate here. But here's the struggles that he has. I always call these guys equal opportunity pitchers, which means equal opportunity for both lefties and righties to hammer that pitcher. To lefties, a 414 weighted on base percentage. To righties, a 345. Both of those sides, ISO power numbers, also elevated. Why is that important? Pittsburgh hasn't hit right-handed pitching all that well, but they will send mm -hmm. as many six left-handed batters to the plate today, and I think that could be some the damage here. If we take a look at the other side, Ortiz on the mound, he did throw about 16 or so innings, I believe, in 2022. Hasn't pitched yet in 2023, but that lineup isn't all that great for Colorado outside of Colorado, which is typical from year to year. I agree with you. I think we're going to get a victory today from the Pittsburgh Pirates, and maybe those bats come alive even more than they did yesterday, and maybe a winning streak can start here. Here's a fascinating game that we're going to bring up. It's a new York Mets and the Cincinnati Reds. Max Scherzer's on the mound versus Luke Weaver. If you take a look at the numbers here, Scherzer is a monster favorite at minus 205. The total listed, though, at nine and a half. We're expecting hits today, but my question to you, Joe Ranieri, what exactly are we going to get out of Max Scherzer? Um, well, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm going to get a lot of hits. Uh, that's apparent yeah. because uh, in case uh, you guys have not noticed, uh, the timeline of what we're getting uh, from Scherzer is not great. Uh, and it started with a decrease in velocity, a decrease in spin rate. And Scherzer has been a guy, Donnie, in his career that what's made him so good and Hall of Fame uh, is his ability to miss bats. He's not missing bats very much these days, is he? Then he gets busted and suspended because he's got a little, uh, what would he say? Oh, it was just sweat and pine tar. Right, right. <laughs> and yet the ball stuck to your hand uh, and you could actually palm it. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not buying it, Donnie. I think uh, both of these guys are gas cans. It's hard for me to say that. And Scherzer has it. dominated Cincinnati in his career, but they're gas cans. When is the last time Max Scherzer took the mound and the total was doubled? because that's what we've got right now. Exactly. It's usually that ripple effect where you say, like, okay, Luke Weaver's a really bad pitcher here, so what does that mean? Five runs for the Mets, but then it's like, well, you're not getting any more than two if you're the Reds at this yeah. point against Scherzer, and that's not the case anymore, because look at Weaver's numbers. He's been bad, an XFIP at close to five. He does have a decent K percentage, but look at these splits, show. 413 weighted on base percentage at lefties, 424 to righties, which means everybody is getting to the plate against him and doing damage. ISO power numbers, again, you want those as a pitcher at 170 or less to lefties at 353 to righties a 281. Now, that Mets lineup hasn't been all that destructive this year, but if you're going to go ahead and score runs today, Great American Ballpark, probably the place to do it, and Luke Weaver, probably the pitcher to go up and do that against as well. Toronto Blue Jays and the Philadelphia Phillies from Philadelphia. Manoa on the mound versus Aaron Nola. The Phillies, a minus 138 favorite here, a total listed at eight and a half. We're sort of getting a mixed bag from both of these teams on the season. The Phillies can show up with the plate and hit. As of lately, not as good here. Losing streak finally snapped. The Toronto Blue Jays expected probably much, much more so far early in the season, and particularly from Alec Manoa on the mound. Can the Jays, as a slight dog, pull up the victory in Philadelphia, or is Aaron Nola about a bounce-back start here and the Phillies pick up that dub in your eyes? 
I can't think of two guys I trust less right now than Manoa mm. and Nola, uh, sure. who have yeah. really been all over the map. And certainly, I, I think they have not get, you know, lived up to the expectations that we had coming in for both of these guys into the season. Now, still plenty of opportunity to turn it around. Maybe they've just been working through some things, but absolutely not I, I mean and i think you're looking at the price don this is a coin flip game for the most part with nola yeah. and uh manoa and with the phillies at home i think the total given what we've seen from these two guys might be a little bit too low here um i'd be looking at we know the phillies bullpen <laughs> a lot of fun there but you know what toronto's had its issues as well i'm gonna go over in this one and expect the bats to come alive for both teams yeah, a lot of the same out of both of these pitchers, Joe, in 2023. Mm -hmm. Take a look at Manoa. He's got a high XFIP, which is, I mean, 5.88. It's kind of supposed to be one of those pedigree pitchers that you figure would be as dominant yeah. from last year and continue that success. Hasn't had a high K rate. And this is a guy with phenomenal stuff and a walk rate that's just a little bit too high. If you're looking from the right-hand side against Manoa, who's a right-handed pitcher, he has done well. But lefty's a different story. 368 weighted on base percentage. you got some lefties in that lineup. Stott, Schwarber, excuse me, Stott, Harper, Schwarber, and also Marsh. But if we flip it over to Toronto and how they line up against Nola, Toronto has hit right-handed pitching very well this season. But here's the issue. An exit of close to five for Nola, which is very un-Aaron Nola-like, a K percentage below 20%. But also, right-handed batters, he's a right-handed pitcher. He's done very well. Lefties are the issue. A 358 weighted on base percentage and a 224 ISO power number going against Aaron Nola. But then again, Varsho, Belt, and Kiermaier look like the only lefties in the lineup for Toronto. Let's see if we do get some runs in that small ballpark in Philadelphia, because those pitchers... If they were on, Joe, if I would have told you, hey, it's a 3-1 fine, I'd say that sounds about right. But they're not on so far for 2023. Mm -hmm. In a small ballpark, things can get crazy, certainly, in a heartbeat here. Let's take a look at the Boston Red Sox and the Atlanta Braves. But the Veta is going to be on the mound here for those Red Sox. Morton on the mound for the Braves. Heavy favorite here for the Atlanta Braves at a minus-178 price and a total listed at 9.5. Any thoughts then on the Red Sox and the Braves tonight from the Big A? Yeah, um, well, I mean, uh, both of these lineups are fully capable of handling uh, Pavetta and Morton, I think, uh, more than uh, than some here. And again, we're looking at a total of, uh, what, nine, nine and a half, Truist Park. The ball mm -hmm. does travel there, uh, Donnie. We've, uh, we've come to know that here. Uh, Charlie Morton has dominated uh, the Red Sox over his career. So uh, does that change here tonight? Uh, um, the Red Sox have done a pretty good job of beating up some right-handed pitching uh, this year. I got to give the edge to the Red Sox here at a nice plus like price, um, but that requires Pavetta to be able to hold it down. I don't know how much faith you have in him. That's the tough part, because I actually think we get runs yep. tonight. But I do agree with you with the Red Sox. So you take a look at Morton. He's a good pitcher, but he does have a slightly higher exit. Yep. He's dominating. Right-handed batters, Charlie Morton here. 84 batters, they yeah. don't even get a sniff, it feels like. But left-handed, a different story. A 378 weighted on base percentage and an ISO of 224. Why is that important? Verdugo, Yoshida, Devers, Duran, Casas, Valdez, and McGuire, all from the left-hand side tonight. So basically, set lefties going up against him to do some damage. And you're right about Pavetta. Close to a 5X whip here. He's been dominated yeah. by left-handed batters. They take Olsen, Rosario, Albies, Harris, and Schumacher. I believe is how you pronounce that, with his big four bats this year from the left-hand side. I think you get the runs down in A-Town tonight, no doubt about it. You might be betting that you actually do as well. We're going to continue our Major League Baseball preview coming up next.
right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's get back to the Diamond Talk here. Big Slate on a Tuesday, and we're ready for it here. That's what we do. Joe and Donnie here in the morning, early line, covering Major League Baseball, right into it with the Chicago White Sox and the Kansas City Royals. Now, some would say, why would you even bring this game up? Two really bad baseball teams were handicappers. Sometimes there's value in these really bad teams to line up, and this might be a little bit confusing. You take a look at Gita on the mound versus Lyles, and you say, we just watched the Chicago White Sox having a terrible season and an even worse game yesterday, but they're a minus one four. 42 favorite here at the FanDuel Sportsbook today, and a total listed at nine. Not so great pitchers on the mound, but I actually agree with this minus 142 price here, Joe. Do you? I can't. I don't know how much more money I can lose backing Giolito. I will say this (laughs) with Kansas City. Um, they have, uh, they're in the midst. I, I believe it's a, uh, it's almost a two week homestand, uh, that they're in and quietly Kansas city has been crushing the ball. They've scored 52 runs yeah. over their last seven. Uh, it's a 10 game homestand on their first seven games. Now 52 runs, Donnie, they've also hit 13 home runs in those seven games. Giolito's had some issues locating. He's had some issues with walks. They don't walk a lot, Kansas City, because they're swinging into everything. But sometimes it's tough to get in front of a uh, of a team that is swinging the bat as well as they are making hard contact here. Um, can the White Sox score some runs? Sure, they can. But. I threw up last night watching that game uh, against Kansas City, and I think if I'm looking at anything, I'm probably looking at the over the way Kansas City is swinging the bat. 
If you take a look, Giolito, now he has a high XFIP on the season, but he actually has decent splits. The lefties a 262 weighted on base average, mm-hmm. and righties a 317. But here's where you bring up the crux of the argument, right? Because that lineup hasn't woken up yet for the Chicago White Sox. We don't know if it's going to wake up yeah. even all throughout the summer. But having said that, Lyles' XFIP is a 6.42. Doesn't strike anybody out, gives way too many free passes. And look at these power numbers. Like, again, 170 or less is solid for a major league pitcher. Anything above 170, get into that danger zone. To lefties, Lyles, a 309 ISO power number. To righties, a 304. He's basically double on both of those numbers where you want to be. So when you take a look at the White Sox study, I see that number as myself and say, it's about right because I don't care how bad that lineup is for the White Sox. They actually should be able to do some damage today, and that's what I'm expecting. Now, it's tough. When you bet on bad baseball teams, a lot of times, Joe, what do you say? You get bad results out of it. But my goodness, if the White Sox can't win this game today, I just don't know where they head from here. Now, yesterday, we saw the Milwaukee Brewers handle their business against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Lauer, the lefty, will be on the mound today, going up against Noah Syndergaard, a slight favorite for Syndergaard here at a minus 122 price here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. A total, nine and a half in this game. So it's going to take double digits to cash in that ticket. Give me some thoughts on the Dodgers and the Brewers today. Well, Lauer has dominated the Dodgers here, guys. 11 career starts, 7-1 and one with a 2.37 ERA. He has absolutely been the one guy, the outlier, that has had any success over the Dodgers lineup over the last couple of years here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes off a, uh, I believe it was uh, not a great start, but again, that was against, I believe, Colorado uh, in Colorado, which is never great for pitchers here. Um, he gave up a lot of long balls last year here. I think this number is high for a reason because you've got Syndergaard now who's not missing a lot of bats. Uh, but there is no doubt that uh, Lauer is a guy that's going to take the mound at home with a lot of confidence knowing that he's done a pretty good job against this lineup and this team. So I would lean uh, the Brewers, but it's kind of hard to look at the Dodgers and go, Minus 120 um, may not be a bad look either here, but uh, ultimately, I think first five with the Brewers is the way I'm leaning. Makes some sense here, too. And it's so interesting to see how some pitchers change their MO over the years. Like Noah Syndergaard came up as the yeah. ultimate power pitcher. He's not that anymore. He's more of trying to fool you, and you're right. He's not fooling too many bats at a strikeout percentage of only 15%. And also, lefty is getting a really good chunk out of him at 367, weighted on base percentage in an ISO of 218. Then you flip it over to the Dodgers. Got some great bats in that lineup, and Lauer has struggled this year. Lauer's been very good against lefties, which is typical here for a left handed pitcher, but his ISO power numbers to lefties is a little bit elevated, and right handers have a 377 weighted on base percentage against him. So it is interesting always to see Milwaukee and L.A. listed at that high of a total because you figure it's usually dominant starting pitching and a flame-throwing bullpen on both sides here, but that might not be the case as we look yesterday. 12 runs were scored. Maybe we get that same attempt today. We'll find out in just a little bit here. San Diego Padres and the Minnesota Twins here. Waka is going to be on the mound. for The Padres going up against Varland here for the Twins. A slight favorite here for the Minnesota Twins and a minus 120 price and a total listed at nine. Padres, Twins. Take it, Joe. Uh, Waka. Which Waka shows up uh, today? I, I, yeah, that's a good question. I do know this, though. Waka 
who uh, spent time with Tampa, spent time, obviously, uh, with the Red Sox, knows this Twins team. In fact, he's 3-1, and one, I believe, in five career starts against the Twins. This is the opening uh, game here of this uh, nice little three-game uh, set at Target Field, and um, he hasn't exactly pitched great in this building. So I think he's got over a 7 or an 8 ERA. It's been a rough go. Um, but ultimately, do we trust Varland here, who's only got, what, 10, 10 innings under his, uh, under his belt here at this point? I do think the Padres' bats are starting to figure some things out here. I do think that uh, the bullpen edge you got to give it to the Padres here. So instead of going first five, I think at even money in a coin flip game, I trust the Padres bullpen way more than I trust the Twins. So I would go ahead and back the Padres in this one at a pretty decent price. Yeah, I think it is going to come down to a battle of the bullpens because you do have some shaky starting pitching here because Varland does have a 2.73 xFIP on the season, which is very good. But as you said, limited you know batters only through 47. Mm. He's actually done very well against lefties, but not so much against righties. 31 at bats the right-handed, excuse me, 31 batters from the right-hand side, 428 weighted on base percentage, 429 ISO. So we're looking at you, Manny Machado and Xander Bogarts in the middle of that lineup yeah. to possibly do some damage. But you're right, Michael Waka, close to a six xFIP on the season, no strikeouts here. Left-handed batters getting the best of them here. We might actually get runs, and it might come down to whose bullpen is going to be able to hold over for the final six innings of the game if those pitchers certainly do get lumped up as we expect. The Cardinals and the Cubs today. Flaherty versus Tyone on the mound. A slight favorite here to the Chicago Cubs at a minus 120 price. And a total, how about instead of talking about nine and a half and close to tens, this one listed at seven and a half in Chicago, which leads me to believe that the only scenario would be, I guess, the wind is blowing in. Otherwise, no way these two pitchers are at a seven and a half today. Yeah, it has been uh, the last time the Cardinals actually won back-to-back -back games, Donnie. You have to go back to April 11th and 12th against mm. the Colorado Rockies. That is how yeah. inconsistent and terrible it has been here. But Flaherty, um, I, I mean, what can I say? This guy has just not been the same since he went down a couple of years ago and uh, had to have surgery here. Ten runs, nine hits, two and a third innings there against the Angels his last time out. Uh, looking to bounce back here against the Cubs team that knows him pretty well. Don't trust Flaherty. I don't trust Jamison Tyon either, who, call me crazy, seems to have a little less velocity, a little less movement, a little easier to hit. And now you've got the cards that finally got off the schneid and won a game. Uh, yeah, I think maybe, even with the wind blowing in, with these two guys on a mound, maybe, just maybe, it is uh, time to look at an over with the number being, what, eight in this one. I wouldn't shy away from the over in this. Not a heavy wind there, be under 10 miles an hour, but it is blowing directly in from center field, but also weather conditions, 55 degrees, not the balmiest weather in the windy city of Chicago today, so something to keep an eye on there. Astros and the Angels, Valdez versus Otani on the mound today, a favorite here for the Angels at a minus 138 price, and a total listed at 7.5, so we're looking, possibility for a pitcher's duel, brought up a little bit earlier in the show, we're going over the Monday highlights here, Otani was great at the plate, two for four, two RBIs yesterday, including two doubles and also raising his batting average now to 301 he takes the mound today against the Astros is that price light for Otani on the mound or is that showing the Astros a lot of respect even though they're not even 500 
So they, uh, the, they're, it's a tale of two teams going in opposite directions, and it's yeah. hard to believe that we're saying this, right? But you've got an Angels team now <laughs> yep. that has won six of their last eight, uh, and you've got a Houston team that's dropped three straight, five of the last six, seven of the past ten. They're also dropping like flies. They're trying to get some guys back and healthy into the lineup. Um, you know, where is Brantley? Where is McCormick? They're hoping to get some some depth here, uh, but the pitching has been suspected. Best, you're going to tell me I get Otani uh, at what? Less than a buck fifty, a buck sixty? It does feel light uh, to me here. I also think maybe just maybe a first five under might be in play in this yes. one as well. I think you're dead on there. Instead of just trying to line up to see which baseball team is going to win, you take a look at Valdez. He's got a 2.85 XFIP on the season, which is outrageously good. He's a left-handed pitcher. How about this? He's actually not getting left-handed batters out here. 422 weighted on base percentage, but the righties, it's a completely different story. 2.65, which is excuse me, 265 weighted on base percentage, which is awesome. At ISO power number. 091. How does that translate to the lineup here for the for the Angels? Excuse me. All batters today are going to be from the right-hand side, which is exactly what Valdez wants to get after. So I agree with you. In that first five innings, runs will be at a premium. We're probably looking at an under. Because the one thing that we do know for sure is sometimes Otani, first, first, second, third innings, blows these teams away where maybe he struggles a little bit more later in the game. Take that all out of the equation. I think you're on to something there with taking a look at that under in the first five. We'll quickly hit the Nationals and the Giants tonight out on the West Coast. Corbin and Webb, 946, first pitch in this one. The Giants. Yeah, the Giants. A minus 250 price today with Webb on the mound against Corbin and a total of eight. Are we backing the Giants at minus 250 today, Joe? Well, Corbin, did you say Corbin? You know, I want to give credit. I mean, Corbin has been a absolute fade uh, for a while now. But can I tell mm -hmm. you something, Donnie? I mean, look at his last three or four starts here. Uh-huh. He's actually Talk been really damn good, man. He's been really, really good. The problem is... We know he's a gas can waiting to get lit up here one other time. I know the temperature is going to be, uh, I believe, upper 50s here. It's not going to be a uh, – well, it's actually going to be some wind tonight, and it's going to be blowing straight out. So I think the number was eight or eight and a half. I got no problem with overs here at, uh, at Oracle, and I think uh, that's exactly where I'm going to go here. I'm going to go up and over, especially with the Giants being – one run, late run last night with a uh, bottom of the ninth inning home run. The Nats 5-1 win there. I think we're going to get more runs here in this game. So I'm going to look at the total and go over it. We're going to need some help out of these batters tonight because based on the numbers that they project, like Corbin, you're right, actually using, using that big-time fade material. He's actually been much better, but he still has a 339 yep. weighted on base percentage against right-handed batters. The problem is here, the Giants haven't hit left-handed pitching all that well. Now, the Washington Nationals lineup is always something interesting. Webb's got an unbelievable XFIP on the season, a 3.02 with a yep. K percentage of 27%. He really struggles against left-handed batters, which you're only going to, let me see, one, two, three, four. You actually need five lefties in the lineup. But here's the crux of the argument. 191 ISO power number for Candelaro in the middle of that lineup. Everybody else is devastatingly low against right-handed pitching this season for the Washington Nationals. Yep. But it's baseball. Anything can happen tonight. We'll see what happens out in the Bay Area. But that'll do it here for Tuesday's show. Joe Ranieri rising and grinding with us. You love him out there. And you know what? He's always back with us on Wednesday. So, Joe, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm going to close down this segment coming up next right here on The Early Live. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Final segment of the day for the early line. Edition Series X on Channel 159 right here on the Sports Grid Network. Today was Joe Ranieri and Donnie Wrightside powering through from 7 to 9 a.m. before handing it over to Ben Stevens and the morning after and the rest of your Sports Grid day. So many hot topics to talk about today. A recap of what went down in the NBA last night, which included the Los Angeles Lakers beating the Golden State Warriors and now taking a 3 to 1 series lead. We've also saw another 3 1 series lead there with the Miami Heat downing the New York Knicks. A doubleheader again tonight with both series tonight at 2-2, two and two. so a pivotal Game 5 for the Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics, and then on the West Coast there, the Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns. We talked a lot of Major League Baseball today, some interesting games on the diamond overall, and yes, the Stanley Cup playoffs absolutely red hot now as we advance to see who is going to win the Stanley Cup, and also some legalized betting stuff here. Very interesting in college athletics to watch out for, but today, we want to talk Steph Curry, we want to talk about the Warriors, backs against the wall. Listen up. Quiet. You see the greatness of players here when their backs are up against the wall. It's pretty easy to play with a 3-1 series lead, looking for the closeout, all the pressure seemingly be being on the other team. But not the case now for the Golden State Warriors, who have found themselves in 3-1 holes, particularly against the Oklahoma City Thunder, just a few years ago. Now, do I think they're going to be able to come back against the Los Angeles Lakers? I actually don't. But if you are a betting man at the FanDuel Sportsbook, you can take the Warriors to come back and win this series at a plus 385 price. They're going back to San Francisco here for the next game. Should they be able to win that? That'll force a game six back in Los Angeles, which is always where the tough times start for the Warriors because that game certainly will be on the road. Can they win in a seven-game series? Maybe. I'm not banking on it. But the one thing I do know here is Steph Curry is going to go down swinging if that's going to be the case. You saw him take 30 shot attempts last night. Just wasn't enough, even though the Warriors had a double-digit lead in the second half. The one thing we do know, the Warriors will come out swinging in the next game. And Steph Curry, look from the take at least 15 three-point shots or more and lead the way. Because as a superstar, if you go down and you lose, you want to go down swinging. And I think that's going to certainly happen. Now stay tuned for the morning after coming up next on the Sports Grid Network. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 